Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. Peace, hello, I say welcome to another uh, episode of Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology, live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again um, Every for every single listen. I am so happy and so thankful for you joining me on this journey that we've been on. It's been over a year now. We're going strong. I'm doing a sound check right now, uh, so bear with me. And, um, you know, we start this thing off the same way every time uh, since the first time, and we are definitely not going to go a step further without Paying homage, uh, giving honor, respect where it is absolutely due, always, every day, all day, to our divine righteous ancestors, Ashe Amen Ra. Thank you, thank you, thank you for without whom we would not be here. And to our dear brother, our dear fearless leader, y'all have to listen to the latest um, episode. <laughs> uh, shout out to Brother Ampu and Minister Jew for you know, helping in this day and time for everybody to get and keep their minds right, focused on what it is what is necessary for our minds to be focused on to create what we want instead of more of what we don't want. The very the very uh, sharing of the energy and spreading of the energy that um, so many still unfortunately have chosen to participate and only serves to further reinforce um, the negative images that they're sharing due to their attention and focus on it. So please, um, my mama's babies, please uh, consider uh, abstaining from any images, from any impressions on your subconscious that you don't want more of, okay? That's just a little nugget for you, no charge. <laughs> so keeping it moving, it's 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 absolutely no laughing matter. It's it's uh I'm so glad that Brother Ampu and Minister Ju continue to stay at the forefront of so many things on the um on the uh, in in pop culture and things of that nature. I personally being, you know, very empathic, very spiritual, very sensitive, I, I stay in the loop as much as necessary and um with the benefit and powerful tool of astrology, of course, it's we're gonna get into it today, y'all. Yes, Uranus is station in retrograde if you can't tell from the um from the title, uh, but I didn't want to go too much further into it. Uh, you know, I like to jump head first into the week ahead when I can, uh, but I had to definitely remember Brother Ampu um, and the, the entire Inner Peace Lighthouse uh, network and band of um, just people, just energies and spirits and souls that are just in the forefront that are ahead of their time and just not afraid to 
be different and say the thing that, you know, not a lot of other people are saying, not just for the sake of being different, but for the sake of the radical, come on, we talk about Uranus retro in the week ahead, the radical, uh, uh, rebellious, uh, breakthrough energy that is necessary um, and so uh, very uh, yearned for by so many at, at, at such a sensitive time as the time we are currently living through. So uh, continue to know, my mama's babies, that you are powerful. Pluto is real. <laughs> Scorpio is real. That frequency, that energy is very much so a part of all of us to some degree or another. And we all have the ability, a personal ability to tap into our own power, our own inherent natural creative power um, and really be the change that we want to see. Now, if you keep circulating these videos of, of, of things that you don't want to continue to see, then know that you are a part of the problem. Just accept that, rest in that, and, and, and move on knowing you are a part of the serious problem that will change. And change is inevitable. You can't stop it. So you might as well, that's what I'm talking about in the title about flexing. I'm going to break that down when I'm talking about flexing and that being the you know, those who are willing to flex right now, they, you know, they're probably not going to be all over the place and discombobulated and panic state and anxious. I, I was uh, in, a, in a, an environment um, in public uh, the other day, and it was, very, it was very volatile. It was very intense, and, and, and you know, you could just tell all it t- was going to take was just one word. That was all it was going to take to turn that into an entire different scenario. I found out, you know, uh, that it was a little bit closer to home, one of these events that made uh, world worldwide news. So I mean, I'm in this with you guys. I feel it. I'm not detached, clearly. Um, but I, I'm, I'm in touch with some information energetically and spiritually, and that information I'm here every week sharing with you guys ahead of time in advance to prepare y'all, my babies, for uh, what I know is coming, what you can see and measure. That's why I give references. Shout out to astrologyking.com and uh, uh, the Dark Pixie Astrology for the, the insights and the horoscopes. We um we utilize a lot of that general information and just expound upon it, blow it up, put it into, you know, lingo and terminology that can be easily more uh, understood. And um, at least by the the people that I have a a heart to reach, which is my people. So shout out. I love y'all. And I'm, you know, this is what I'm, I'm here to do. So I love it. And I love you. Um, I was mentioning that, and I was mentioning, um, oh, y'all, there's so much going on. It really is. Uh, I'm going to just keep it moving. It'll come back. I know it will. I got this all lined up for us today. Yes, um, Uranus stationing retro is it's, it's, it's still talking about breakthrough when I when I say Uranus, okay? Um, it's still to, for people who who are waiting desperately for change in their lives, they're going to love it. 
They're going to love it. Um, it is a retrograde, so there's a period of this energy. It's not a personal planet, so you're not going to feel it, sense it or, um, energetically like a, a more personal planet, a planet that's, um, uh, whose orbit is closer to the Earth like Mercury when it retrogrades. And Mars, it just uh, got out of retrograde, still in the zone, still, <laughs> still a key player in this, our current sky, okay? Um, and even more so with this Uranus retrograde because the Uranus is retrograding in Aries. What planet rules Aries? Mars. Okay, so that energy is showing up again in some very impactful and pivotal ways. Okay, so I'm 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 getting there today, y'all. Um, I I definitely have made a conscious decision. Uranus energy is really electric, okay? It rules thunder. Uh, It rules all things sudden and unexpected, you know, and you know how that can throw you off. Um, It it definitely rules that nervous system and nervous energy um, when things may be changing at such a rapid thunder pace, lightning quick. I'm not. I said thunder, y'all. I'm thinking of the thunder, Capricorn, full moon. But lightning, Uranus rules lightning that quick, and that's sudden and unexpected and unpredicted. You cannot predict where lightning is going to strike exactly. Um, but it's very, it's very, it's a witty energy, and it's 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 very intelligent. It rules Aquarius, which which governs astrology, that governs. Um, inventions and genius genius energy um so it's it's a real one thing that everybody that's so relevant to what's going on today is that uranus rules freedom that's why it rules the rebel (laughs) that's why it rules (laughs) that genius energy like really who is studying this mundane it's Everybody's playing their role. I like to kind of think of it that way. You know, everybody's not meant to be. I guess even if you did want to correlate it to war, that's definitely an astrological construct of Mars. Um, So even if you want to relate it to war and strategy and things of that nature, um, I sure do hate I'm doing this on air, y'all. I just wanted to kind of freestyle it, and I I, I didn't put in – I'm visual. So when I look at my notes, it reminds me where I'm at. So y'all forgive me for that. I guess that's a signal from our divine righteous ancestors to get on 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 my notes and and just because I know I've only got a limited amount of time and they must want me to get something out in here that uh, freestyling is not required to do so I apologize y'all I'm just I'm really I've I've oh I was mentioning the Uranus energy and it's lightning fast speed and you know um, frequency and all that about it and the nervous energy that's associated with it for the exact reason that I felt comfortable enough to try to freestyle today uh, and, and 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 go in that way because it really requires us to slow down. That's the point I had to make before I jump in this week because I had the nerve to put Uranus in the title and talk about this retrograde. This go, we won't get out of the Uranus retrograde zone. This is going to be affecting us all for a while. We won't get out of the Uranus retrograde zone until April of next year, 2017. 
So we're going to be, it's it's not a personal planet. It shouldn't, it will affect us all personally in different ways depending on your natal chart. Uh, but um, it, it's, it's affecting us generationally in, in that wide range or spectrum of perspective of, of how we're watching this energy play out. When, the thing about it is, I want y'all to know exactly when you're in its retrograde because at, I've told y'all numerous times, at the time of any station, I don't care if it's Mercury, I don't care if it's Mars, Venus does station from time to time, uh, but Uranus included that's coming up. At the times of station, I don't care if they're stationing retrograde like Uranus is about to or if they're stationing direct like Mars just did at the end of June. Either way you turn it, the the energy tends to play out significantly and perceptibly in our living reality around these times in the areas associated with the particular planet or energy that is stationing. That's why I took some time out here at the beginning of the show to break down this Uranus energy for you a little bit, to correlate a little bit into it, the fact that it's stationing in Aries that's ruled by Mars, the same Mars that just went direct June 29th. So there's a method to all of them. It, it make, I, I just don't want to take for granted that to some people this just sounds like Chinese. But I really am talking about something, and I really am hooking y'all up um, ahead of time so you can see the stuff coming and make a conscious decision, especially if you got the nerve to vibrate high on a conscious decision with it. Um, you know, you can really be the change for real, you can really have people asking you, you know, kind of what you're doing. Be very, they're just going to probably be very interested to know how, once again, if y'all follow me on social media, um, uh, Mama Dada Astrology on Facebook, uh, they'll be very interested to know how you're faring so well. You can't fake energy. Can't fake it. You can't fake spirit. I think you can imitate soul. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that at that. I think you can imitate soul, a uh, sense of it. Uh, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And so I'm about to um, get y'all tuned, tuned in and tapped in and turned on to even more um, insights into the week ahead. Currently, today, uh, Wednesday, July the 20th, the moon is absolutely in Aquarius, I know that. And I know that Mars is, um, you know, coming up, pulling up the rear of these final Scorpionic degrees. This Mars retrograde, y'all, these actions we've been taking, you know, the actions we felt like we maybe couldn't take or couldn't take um, and and get the results that we, we were intending to get. Whatever your Mars retrograde 2016 experience is being that began, uh, I forgot when we got in the zone, but the, the it started April the 17th of this year and it ended it just ended June 29th. So it's been a good it, it it's been a good little minute of potentially feeling frustrated when it comes to 
you know, the action, your action, your your drive, being passionate about something, um, um, uh, just the impetus to do something at all. And, and, and it started out in Sag, so, you know, there's a certain sense of freedom inherent in that, a certain sense of spirituality. But here in Scorpio, where it's been for a while now due to the retrograde, it's been deep. That's that's it's been deep. It's been powerful. It's been transformational. <laughs> I don't know how many times y'all felt like y'all done died and came back in in the last uh, you know few months, but it it's been real. Scorpio rules extremes, and 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 on the low end, some really icky sticky stuff. Jealousy, obsession, possessiveness, you know, deep, deep, intense sexuality, all things taboo, um, psychological issues, no playground that we've been, you know, reconsidering and reviewing the actions that we take in the context of those, the actions that were taken in that context. Such such a deep context, that's such an intimate context. So this has been no walk in the park. I I I get it. Um, and this Capricorn full moon. Wow. <laughs> I I called it karmic last week, y'all. I wasn't playing like karmic. Um, definitely the aspects of structures and restrictions and limitations. What I love about it, I I can't look at it just Capricorn full moon by itself. I have to look at it through the, because I've been leading y'all up to this since the Cancer new moon. I have to look at it cyclical as having been fed into from that Cancer new moon of July 4th, that whole energy that was going on. These past two weeks, baby, ain't, Karmic, life lessons, hard lessons, heart lessons, responsibility. What is our responsibility? All kind of maturity. Come on, serious structures, uh, political um, figures, Saturn rules Capricorn. So, um, whew, uh to to consider though to consider the rewards Saturn that rules Capricorn is hard work it is discipline you know it is um, that the kind of energy that that rules the police <laughs> um, uh, so it it is it is all of those higher and lower vibrations of that Saturn energy but Capricorn is Definitely also uh, the success and the rewards that come after the hard, heart, smart work. Okay? Do your work. Whatever you feel like your personal work is, be responsible at least to your own, to thine own self be true at least. Um, uh, I can't really, it, it seems like everybody has their own way what they feel in their soul is right. So do please, by all means, do right by your soul. <laughs> um, 
I, I, I'm in no position to judge what that is. For me, it's something that maybe, you know, someone else may want to judge. Um, so I definitely don't want to uh, put that energy out there. Um, but to the degree that you are responsible, I mean, come on, think it's the same same energy that that governs karma to whatever degree you deal with that particular construct and word and energy. I do get that. I I, I understand that. Um, but just I'm, I try to keep it real general and fundamental and simple here, and we can get into the the the, the other stuff in another form, a more personal form. Um, but this is, this is, it's tough stuff, but it's the tough stuff that brings the rewards you've been wanting to see. If you've been sowing good seeds, guess what? The word karma don't scare you. Karma means getting what you deserve. It means what you sow, you reap. If you sow some watermelon seeds, guess what? You're not going to be mad when you get watermelons. You That's what you wanted. But if you own some old other stuff and have the nerve <laughs> to expect anything other than, then that's where you find out another uh, the other end of the spectrum. And so um, I, I hope for all my mama's babies that y'all are enjoying the sweet success here, especially um, at a Capricorn full moon. Uh, whatever your endeavors or intentions were six months ago at the Capricorn new moon, happy, happy, happy Capricorn full moon to you. Whatever your intentions and, and, and just um, the energy you were, you were uh, in there two weeks ago on the short term end at the Cancer new moon of July 4th, uh, then happy full moon and Capricorn blessings to you as well. I, for one, am sat very satisfied. I'm very satisfied. Um, I'm, I, I know that there's so much more and so much further, and I know that there's going to be another, you know, Capricorn new moon six months from now, and I get another opportunity to set forth uh, some goals and intentions on the long-term or mid-range goals uh, for success, for uh, give my ambition that rules Capricorn a place to go, to give um, um, my life direction, you know, a place to give it an aim, um, give that seagull, just, just turn that, Capricorn seagull in the direction of the summit of that mountain. It may take 30 years, but it's going to get there. And you know when you get to the top, it feels good. That's why Capricorn governs the midheaven, the 10th house, the very top of the circular wheel, astrological wheel. So when you get to that top, midheaven, Capricorn, Saturn, 10th house, you get to sit there and, and look and all the people at the bottom circling around or, you know, just getting started or halfway up, and you get to feel that sense of satisfaction. I did that ish. Fuck with me. <laughs> so it's and you and, and then there's a whole nother, like I said, you're doing it again and again and again. So this is that time of, Reaping what we've sown for Capricorns, of course, you're going to see that more on them. Noah Capricorn, 
You know what I mean? Good, bad, and different is showing up for us in all of our lives in so many different ways. So, um, if if you have if you got if you seeing this on another end of the spectrum where it's like, God damn, okay, learn that lesson <laughs> that Capricorn governs. You know, learn that lesson. Um, then at least for next time around, you know what not to do. At least next time around, you're gonna you're gonna have more Capricorn maturity. You're gonna use more Capricorn self discipline. You're gonna be more Capricorn responsible. Okay, and you're gonna be keenly aware of what you're sowing energetically. Okay. So that's just a little bit about the energy we're in. I love that, like I said, this moon and Aquarius energy we're under right now because it's just that year in this energy of the flashes of insights. I mean, keep a pencil and paper near you right now because the insights are coming. Uranus played a huge part in this Capricorn full moon. We just had, I talked about it all last week. Go to the episode information for today's show, and you can. Um, there's a link to click here to be directed to last week's show. And I definitely went in on Uranus's impact and role in this Capricorn full moon. So um, that energy is still in effect for the next couple of weeks, just because it was um, um, it was in play at the time of the full moon, and it's definitely in uh, energetically emphasized right now because the moon is in Capricorn. So, like I told y'all last week, um, you know, we're definitely going to be emotionally satisfied to have a breakthrough, <laughs> to initiate a breakthrough, to break out. Uh, right now through until um, I do believe we're in Aquarius until Thursday. Yes, Thursday the uh, moon goes void at 9 p.m. Central. So we still got a little bit of time to get that in. Venus is trying in Saturn right now, y'all. So here's that energy again. Uh, This Saturn energy that rules Capricorn right now in the sky. It was exact at 8.19 a.m. today, um, trying Venus, trying the planet of love and ease and comfort and money. Um, And so um, it's talking about Saturn bringing that structure and that stability. You may not get there. You may not, you know, get three miles in today. You may just get a quarter of a mile in. But if you get a quarter of a mile every day for the next year, that's you done stacked up some miles consistently. And you can measure your progress and know that eventually you will get to the summit. I love Saturn energy. I say that now, <laughs> but I'm learning to appreciate the higher uh, um, vibrations of it when you do take responsibility and you are, you know, being mature when, when and where you need to be. It does bring that sense of stability and structure that we, you know, can appreciate. Um, it, we all have easy to try between Venus and Saturn right now. It just symbolizes easy, harmonious flow of energy. So we're very happy to um, be mature with ourselves and others and kind of take the good with the bad. And, and see our relationships, our love relationships, our social relationships, even if they're not um, loved ones, um, real, see them realistically, okay? Um, getting support from elders, 
or older people, authority figures, even if it's just some good advice. Um, but it's Saturn's a, it governs Capricorn and Earth signs, so it could easily be something more tangible um, uh, that that help make a way that help may come to you. So I'm definitely not going to <laughs> recap last week. Please, please, please feel free to take a listen um, and click in the link below um, the description box uh, at the bottom of the description box. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Uh, like I said, Thursday, the moon goes void. Thursday night, um, Friday, early rising, uh, the moon um, enters the last sign of the zodiac Pisces. Okay, so we're ending a zodiac, um, um, a lunar cycle through the signs uh, here at the end of this week. And we begin our week ahead uh, Sunday. July 24th through Saturday, July 30th, we're beginning our week starting one in Aries, okay? So, yeah, Friday the moon goes into Pisces. You know what? I didn't get to that last week. Let me just cap it up real quick. Um, I had to stop the show due to time constraints. Friday, early rising, when you rise on Friday, the moon's going to be in Pisces, okay? You will all be emotionally satisfied to just be. Do not let this be a chill weekend. If you can, please do not be up in moon in Pisces, you know, trying to be on some Saturn stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, and I, it's Saturn Day included in the weekend, so I get it, but try to create some kind of time in your weekend this weekend for just some unscheduled time to just be, to just reflect, meditate, let your imagination flow, listen to some good music, um, appreciate some art, film, dance, photography, theater, a play, um, any creative focus. If you if you just got, if you're one of those kinds, you just got to be doing something and you got to focus on something, um, focus on something creative where you can let yourself go if you just feel like you have to do something. Uh, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. Neptune rules the water. If you want to do something, you can go swimming. Still a sense of letting yourself go, immersing yourself in water. Drink plenty of water this weekend. Um, soak in a tub. Um, you know, anything restful or relaxed thing that allows you to feel just merged. <laughs> Neptune rules, you know, merging where you feel like you've kind of merged into the darkness, into the nothingness, you know, the same way you feel. So you may get you some good sleep this weekend. Pisces and Neptune rules that energy. Um, so take it in. Please, please take it in. Um And then, yes, Friday, um, the sun finally catches up to Venus and Mercury and enters Leo, okay? Shout out, early happy uh, solar return to all my uh, fiery Leo sisters and brothers. (laughs) Um, I love me some Leos. I love me some, I think, yeah, a good amount of my family is Leos, so... (laughs) I, I'm very familiar with that energy. I love it. I, I haven't met a Leo yet. It, 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 Leo is ruled by the sun, okay? So this kind of describes, it can describe parts of their personality. Sunny, you know, light up a room, um, 
uh, definitely royal and regal sense about them, you know, um, uh, uh, a, a dra- drama, dra- dramatic. Um, so a lot of them tend to be creative and artistic and definitely passionate. Haven't met one yet that wasn't full of their Leo fire, okay, in every sense. So happy, happy early solar return to all Mama's Leos, okay? And um, I did give horoscopes for every sign for Mercury and Venus entering Leo. Let me re I'm not going to recap um, anything but the, what area to look for it in for every sign, okay? Um, but it's the same kind of energy, but I don't want to forsake. Let me grab it for y'all real quick, quick, if you can bear with me. There we go. Okay, for Leos, where the sun is going, obviously this is your first house, okay, so the sun is shining on you. It's, it's, you are energetically setting up your year ahead, Leos, okay? So uh, make sure that you protect vehemently uh, with all your might, your precious, valuable energy around the time of your solar return, okay, the day before, the day of, the day after. Just make sure you're doing what you want to be enjoying for your year ahead, somewhere within the, that time frame, and just set, do yourself a favor and set yourself up real right for your next 360 degrees, okay? Um, and I'll just leave it at that because y'all can really run the gamut, Leo. It's y'all's world. The sun is shining on y'all. Do what you feel. Um, you know, it, it, I will say this. Whenever there's, I, I always say this. Whenever you have access to an excessive, exorbitant amount of good energy, it's a fire sign ruled by the sun. I mean, every Leo season, uh, it it is just real fiery and passionate on, on all ends of the spectrum. Um, so just make sure if you have an abundance of that good energy, Leo, that you share it, okay? Y'all, I don't have to tell y'all to share. Leos are known for generosity. Leo rules the heart, and so the heart of a lion or lioness. And so um, I don't doubt that y'all are, uh, will be very generous with your abundance of an overflowing of good energy, okay? Scorpio, um, all my fixed signs, Leo is a fixed sign, okay? So all my fixed signs pay attention because this shift in energy is significantly affecting you. Leo, first house, it's affecting the self, you, okay? that The house ruled by Aries, me, 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 self. Um, Scorpio, who's coming up next, uh, for you, it's affecting that 10th house, the one we just got through talking about where Saturn governs and Capricorn governs and the Midheaven governs at the very top of the chart, the most uh, seen and public part of the chart, okay, for you, Scorpio. And so we're talking about goals here uh, while the sun is in Leo for about a month, okay, goals that you've set for yourself, um, Focusing on those, okay? Focusing on making new goals. You are embodying um, during the Leo season a lot of the same energy of this Capricorn for full moon. So you keep rolling with that energy, Scorpio. 
um, because you see, like everybody else sees now, that the hard work does pay one way or the other. If you're working hard on some BS, that I promise that's going to pay too. You just may not like it. Um, but the, if it's something, a goal you've set for yourself or new goals that you're working on um, and you've already seen success in other areas, let that continue to invigorate you and push you on forward, keeping that vein for the next few weeks, Scorpio, okay? Um, that's where the Leo sun is shining for you. Um, and I encourage y'all to go back to, no, that's the show that didn't even get done. Wow, I'm so glad I'm going through them. I didn't even get to um, do these. Aquarius, another major, major, major area of life that the sun and Leo is affecting for you. Once again, Mercury and Venus already there. Y'all are already thinking about this energy, this passionate, fiery, regal, uh, ego, uh, um, will, what we will and won't do energy, okay, anyway, and already. But now the sun being there is really, of course, going to illuminate and amplify the energy for us all, Aquarius, for you in the area of others. I don't care what other, others, relationships, one-to-one, you, somebody outside of yourself, or uh, it can be your shadow self there in the seventh house as well. Um, so the focus is there for you. Spending time, um, it's it's not an Aries first house energy. It's not alone. It's not self. It's other. You're going to be looking to other Aquarius for messages, signs, okay, Um manifestations of 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 and and expression okay um you you're going to fare better for the next few weeks with a partner with an other okay um this energy is a negotiating energy libra rules that seventh house and so it's definitely talking about harmonizing for the next few weeks when and where you can aquarius it's 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 better to balance yourself find balance within for yourself and your shadow self and therefore balance with others the other is just an extension and expression of you anyway, Aquarius. So if it's popping up in the other, one way or the other, just bring that balance. Be willing to bridge a gap, um, Aquarius, for the next few weeks. Be willing to compromise. Be willing to be diplomatic and tactful, okay? And you'll, and you'll be oh so glad you did. You can have a Leo rules enjoyment, Leo rules fun and games and sports and children and romance and dating. So don't mess around uh, Aquarius in a uh, sun and Leo season and let uh, the other throw you off your game, okay? Let this, uh, don't let any other keep you from enjoying your life. And being an enjoyment, Aquarius, my God, y'all, that's, that energy is freaking beautiful. Don't let nobody throw you off. Taurus, um, y'all are dealing with, y'all are the last six sign. And so, um, yeah, once again, another major area of life being hit up for you, Taurus. Uh, fourth house of home and family and, and your inner foundation, the core of who you are, Taurus. And um, you definitely want to focus, if you can, over the next few weeks um, in Leo season, uh, that that very core, okay, um, 
comfort is there, if cancer rules there, so comfort and, you know, nurturing home feelings. Uh, so places more familiar to you that you're comfortable with and that uh, support your inner foundation and stability is going to be what uh, satisfies you to express yourself in these ways at home, with your family, with relatives, um, as it relates to your roots, ancestral, you know, where you come from. Um, connecting to your emotional self. Fourth house is an emotional house. So Taurus, especially my Taurus brothers out there, I know you don't normally, you are governed by Venus, so you definitely have access to it. You definitely have access to, to, to you know, sensual perception and, and that relationship to your emotions. Um, but do tap into that. You will be glad you did. Um, the sun being in Leo, um, can make it easier for you to express your emotions and connect with others, you know, family, people you're comfortable with. Um, and so, yeah, definitely continue to work on that same cancer new moon energy, that core energy, that fourth house energy. Um, it's all the same, same, same frequency. So continue to glean from those cancer new moon insights that, 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 support your inner foundation. Sagittarius, another fire sign. Okay, Leo's a fire sign, so my Sagittarius and my Aries, y'all good. Y'all good. Y'all going to get an easy and effortless flow of all that good Leo energy that your Leo brothers and sisters are enjoying, okay? So Sagittarius, you're going to be enjoying it from, and already are with Mercury and Venus there. You're going to enjoy it even more, Sagittarius. And y'all know you, you know you like more Sagittarius with Jupiter being your ruler and wanting to expand and grow and advance all the time. Um, Sag, you want to focus on even more expansion. It's happening in the, your Sagittarius ninth house. So you, you're getting a double dose of your own energy while the sun is in Leo. You may feel like it's your birthday, Sagittarius, because <laughs> you're going to be focused on having new experiences, expanding your life, getting out into the world, being optimistic, focusing on the positive, and just whatever the world has to offer, you're going to be enthused about it, okay? So, And especially any Sagittarian efforts that your little Saggy self got, like writing, teaching, speaking, there's space for that here in the next few weeks for you to really shine. I'm telling all the signs right now what area of life they can shine in, like that Leo sun, and enjoy uh, here over the next few weeks. So enough said, sad, just get it. Aries, uh, like I said, just like your Leo sisters, y'all getting it in. And brothers, uh, he's fifth house, the house of Leo. Come on, Aries, and get it in the fifth house of Leo in Leo season. <laughs> you can definitely focus on all, everything I just said about Leo because it describes the fifth house as well. It describes the sun, enjoying your life in the sun enjoying your hobbies, enjoying what brings you pleasure. Um, 
uh, just balancing your life, Aries, with the fun side. You're going to easily be able to do that here over the next few weeks, enjoying children. Children govern the fifth house, okay, and Leo. Um, your more romantic and playful side is going to come out, you know. Um, you you have access to it. Um if you're single, you're definitely not, it's not a committed energy. So you're going to, it's a dating energy. It's a fun energy. It's an enjoy yourself energy. You're, if you're a single Aries, you're not really worried about, you know, somebody necessarily putting a, a ring on it this coming month, but you definitely want to enjoy yourself. So please do by all means. Virgo, mama's Virgos, y'all got the 12th house influence going, okay? Um, it's, the sun's going to be in your sign next. So out of everybody else, y'all are kind of on chill mode, okay? That same energy I was just talking about, um, uh, Neptune and Pisces, when the moon's in Pisces here closing out the week ahead, and it's that you're, you're, that's your whole Leo season. <laughs> you're resting. You are more on your own. You're going it alone right now for the next few weeks. You're doing you know, things behind the scenes in the background because it's about to be your time to shine next. So you, if you do too much right now, Virgo, you're going to feel drained physically and mentally. So do not uh, uh, forsake your alone time, my Virgos. Do not forsake time ne- needed to recharge. Um, if you get your nap on, don't feel bad. You got this. You know, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be indulging uh, your sleep and dreams and imagination, okay, and, and artistic expression. Let yourself flow freely in that same Pisces energy that just wants you to simply be. Okay, Virgo. Capricorn, y'all going in a whole nother direction. It's still an emotional area, just like um, the 12th house is, but it's 8th house that you're going through Leo season with Capricorn. It's not bad. It's just intense. <laughs> okay, Capricorn, it's just deep. It's just, it's just, It just may totally transform your whole world. That's how deep it is. Um, that 8th house that governs transformation, that 8th house that governs, you know, death and rebirth. You may die a few times over the next few months, um, Capricorn. Just get ready. Don't say to nobody tell you. Uh, but you can, inherent in that death is rebirth and renewal and regeneration, come on, and transformation, okay? And so you may be a little bit more serious because nobody's really playing around while transformation is taking place. Nobody's really joking when death and rebirth is going on. Um, So it may be a more serious time. You may be, you know, embarking on these deep psychological, uh, uh, emotional journeys here over the next few weeks. But you you also have access, Capricorn, to a lot more passion, okay, there in eighth house waters. Um, And you can definitely strengthen some really deep and intimate emotional bonds, okay? Eighth house also is shared resources, Capricorn. I know y'all like to uh, hear about that money. So eighth house is other people's resources, shared resources, bonds, inheritances, um, insurance, tax, bonuses are there in the eighth house as well. So um, it definitely can be easily appreciated. You just might have to go deep or die to appreciate it. 
So Libra, um, 11th house for you guys is where this Leo energy is playing out for you. Um, it is the same energy that I was, this whole show is kind of based around Uranus, Aquarius, okay, Libra? Um, it is about getting out of your comfort zone. It is about um, unique, a uniqueness and a breakthrough energy and, a, and an inventive, insightful energy, okay? So it's not the status quo. It's not uh, the normal, the the norm. And so it's going to kind of force you, if you, if you want to shine, Libra, over the next few weeks, it would behoove you to move more in tune with who you are uniquely you, true to you, embracing you as an individual, uniquely you. I t- all my Aquarius mamas, babies, I'm always kind of touting this too and reminding them of it. It's really just something that I remind them of because sometimes it can be hard to appreciate what makes you a weirdo, right? Nobody wants to be weird. Nobody wants to stand out. Nobody wants to, you know, be the odd man out. But there is a value in that if you can appreciate it. And if Libra over the next few weeks can appreciate that, you're going to be oh so glad you did. 11th house also rules electronics. It rules social media, social networking, any kind of networking, even if it's not on social media, any groups that you're associated with, okay? Um, It rules humanity. Uh, so you could see yourself expressing yourself more in these arenas and areas and maneuvering around in, in these types of environments. Okay, Libra, um, get your network on. Connect your work. I call it connecting work, okay? Um, it rules friendships. So it, a lot of energy can be playing out in, in those types of relationships for you over the next few weeks, Libra, okay? Um, but, yeah, keep in mind independence. Going your own way, being willing and flexible to do that. We're talking about flexing here on this show, being willing to flex, be flexible, um, independent, um, innovative, Libra, and original. Y'all are air signs, so uh, just like that Aquarius frequency, so it shouldn't be too much of a stretch, but it will get you out that good comfort zone, Libra. If you're out of your comfort zone, Libra, over the next few weeks, that is just exactly where you're supposed to be. The sun is shining on you, Libra outside of that comfort zone. Gemini, uh, y'all, over the next few weeks, the sun is shining on y'all in y'all's own house, in the Gemini house, third house. So that's Gemini on top of Gemini. Once again, kind of like your opposite Sag, had Sag on Sag energy going on here for the next few weeks. So y'all getting a dose of that too. Your power magnified, your own natural energy amplified over the next, uh, and, and Leo is already so intense and fiery and passionate. So if if you're a Gemini or a Sag and feel like you're about to literally spontaneously combust, you're on the right track. <laughs> You're on the right track. Um, for Gemini's, it's just more of that Gemini mental ener- energy. So even more, even busier, uh, even more mental energy, even more more new ideas, even more things you want to say and share. Uh, plenty of that of your own energy to use up. So definitely stay busy over the next few weeks, Gemini. I know Gemini rules variety, and it's hard for y'all to really have an aim. 
Um, and I definitely don't want to encourage you, especially with such double intensified energy, to encourage you to act anyway, uh, you know, outside of that. But just definitely keep it high vibrational. Gemini, do not get caught up in gossip. You're going to be the only one mad. That's a low vibration of your beautiful Gemini energy. Keep yourself constructively busy, okay? Yes, we know you're interested in lots of things. That's fine. Just make sure the things that you're interested in, especially in the sensitive times we live in and now, good Lord, at least just make it constructive and help somebody, one other somebody outside of yourself, Lord. That's just a lot of great mental energy, Gemini, for ideas, for making connections. There's definitely, um, you know, messages involved in in your energy significantly. So um, so have any talks you need to have, constructive conversations that need to go on, especially in that third house area uh, that y'all rule, siblings, relatives, they're in your neighborhood, okay? So, yes, do do what you do um, on that high vibe. Uh, yeah. Got something on your mind, Gemini? Let it off. The sun is shining on you there. Cancer, um, in Leo season, you're definitely dealing with second house energy, Taurus energy. That's that second house of coming up out of that first where you full steam ahead to just boom, Taurus, where you slow down. Okay, Cancer. So you are going to be satisfied to express yourself in those ways over the next few weeks. The sun will be shining on you there. Uh, don't let anybody make you feel rushed, Cancer. You, you, you already did that in Cancer season. Sun was in your your house, first house. You going at your own pace now. The second house is a fixed house. You will not be budged <laughs> any sooner than you want to be budged. Um, and um, but it, but it's a determined energy there too. You, on the low end, it can be stubborn. So definitely. If you need to here over the course of the next few weeks, Cancer, um, be, get real fixed or determined about something, you can do that now. Um, um, the second house, of course, is a money house. Personal possessions are there, Cancer. You could definitely see this energy play out and express express itself in uh, personal money that you personally are attracting to you. Second half, offer rule self-esteem, Cancer. Please, please, please know that to the degree that you are valuing and appreciating your own self is to the degree that you're going to see reflected in these very Venusian ways. Um, Venus rules love and money. (laughs) Right back at you, okay, Cancer? So keep that in mind as well. Pisces, rounding it off, um, Sun and Leo is expressing itself through your sixth house, okay? So here we go. Sixth house ruled by Mercury um, is definitely talking about detail-orientedness. Um, it's uh, also an earth sign, so it wants to be productive, and Mercury also denotes a, a busy energy. So you can get smaller things done, you know, break things down in bite-sized, you know, chunks and tasks and get them done and out of the way. You're going to be so happy to express yourself productively, Pisces, okay, efficiently and and use that energy positively to just get stuff done and tend to daily stuff that you just got to do. You're going to be satisfied to express yourself that way. The sun's shining on you there. 
Um, It's shining on you, Pisces, to create a new routine. It's shining on you, Pisces, to get organized and streamline your life and and, and, and really getting excited about the work that that you're doing. You might as well enjoy it. You got to do it. (laughs) You got to handle your business. You got to, you know, do your routine that's required for living. And so you, you... do the work that you love to do, and you'll love the work all the way through, Pisces, okay? Maybe that's a Sun and Leo lesson for you, but the sun is shining on you there. Um, uh, uh, I do have to say this about Virgo energy because it can be a real stressful energy, okay, Pisces? Do not allow yourself to, to get stressed out. Don't let anybody else stress you. Um, you're satisfied to kind of get stuff done and be productive, so let that kind of calm you if it, if you can, okay, and, and be satisfied in that, that you're getting stuff done, you're being productive, you're improving your lifestyle. Six houses also uh, has a level of self-improvement inherent in it because it rules health, our routines and health and work. And so feel good about that and, and being practical just for a few weeks is temporary, okay? just a few weeks. All right. And then let me check. I thought I saw a hand up on the phone lines. I know I saw it lit up. Okay, you, they put the hand down. But uh, So I guess I answered the question. I did just go through all the signs. You are hooked up for the um, the Leo energy that we're living in currently and that's, um, sh- that we're shifting into um, here at the very end of the week, Friday, the 22nd, 4.30 a.m. Central. Okay? Going into the Leo rules, fun and enjoyment and parties, okay? So it is party season, at least astrologically, for the next few weeks starting here on Friday. So enjoy. We're in the week ahead, my babies, and we're right at the um, halfway mark. So perfect. Um, especially considering there was just so much information I did not get to go through last week. So let's uh, keep the main thing the main thing in the week ahead so I can make sure to get to the info y'all got to know before we um, get back on the air next week. And that is that first of all, I want to point out in the week ahead that Mercury trines Uranus at 24 degrees, and Mercury also squares Mars at 28 degrees. Mercury is zipping fast. Mercury was in retrograde um, in, in Tor- was it Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo. Yeah, it's in Leo now and going to be in Virgo in the week ahead too. So, I mean... Mercury got out the zone, retrograde zone, and just been zipping, zooming, full speed. It's about to uh, July, August, at the end of August, go into another zone. So, you know, it's it's been fun. And I'm trust me, having Mercury energy so intimately in my natal chart, I know when it's doing anything. But, yeah, um, enjoy, continue to enjoy, you know, that full, that clear think, having access to clear thinking. Of course, when these particular aspects and transits come by, they can have particular effects. But here in the week ahead, we got the Mercury trine to Uranus. Oh, what a coveted kind of combination of energy. I have this natally um, uh, by way of the conjunction as well. So I'm familiar with 
that ment- that mental energy being hooked up with that Uranus lightning energy. And so it's kind of a Mercury, Uranus is Mercury's higher octave. So it's the lower mind and the higher mind hooking up. This week, in the week ahead, it's hooking up by way of a trine. So you, we are going to love that. And I'm going to tell you exactly who um, should be feel the effects the most. And then um, that's there on the 27th, which is Wednesday next week. And then there on Friday, the 29th, that same Mercury getting ever so close to, to these critical last final degrees in Leo uh, before it goes into Virgo, uh, squares Mars. So the same, the, the same Uranus and Mars that were power players the stars of the Capricorn full moon show by way of the quincunx. You hear last week's episode, me break that energy down. You Mars quincunx Uranus. Now here in the week ahead, Mercury's trying in that same Uranus and Mercury square in that same Mars. So this energy is still being emphasized, okay, these actions that we're taking and uh, even Mars being close to, uh, like I said, these final degrees that it's playing out in Scorpio. So if the situation seem like they're getting more critical, just like these degrees that these um, planetary energies are passing through, then this is why. So continue to keep, um, you know, key advice and wisdom in mind when you're dealing with Uranus. Stay flexible. Yes. When you're dealing with Mars, think twice before you uh, uh, speak or act, especially when Mercury is squaring it. Mercury rules the mind. And when the mind, when the mind and the actions are squaring off, you're really going to have to think again. So let me let me go ahead and break that down and give you your Uranus retrograde um, horoscopes. I believe I'll do that first because I definitely got to get that in the show. So uh, Uranus and Aries definitely wants to break free. <laughs> Uranus and Aries wants to be free. Uranus and Aries wants to start fresh. Okay, and gain freedom through independence. Uranus and Aries can represent a clean break with the past in certain respects. Okay, and so this is the um, the energy. Let me uh, definitely shout out myastrologycoach.com, y'all. Um, I was saying at the beginning of the show that I usually shout out the other two sites, but I wanted to shout out our very own my astrology coach.com website, if you go to the services tab and then click on learn, you get a complete breakdown of all these um, energies and keywords. It's, it's, you know, Brother Ampu's already done the work, so and he's laid that out to help us, you know, break down these energies even further, so I would just had to shout that out. Um, but Uranus in Aries, uh, stationing is it's going to be a ride, okay? Uh, just because of the energy around Uranus I've already started describing for you guys and because of the aspects that have been made to Uranus and are going to be made 
during this retrograde season. Like I said, the season isn't over until April of next year. The of course, if you follow astrology at all, Uranus Uranus Pluto square is something you're very familiar with. It's happened five times over the last few years, and we're done with it for now. This generation is done with it, okay? And so that was just here over the last about five-year period represented a time of intense chaos, okay, Um, a time where uh, the very way politics is done in many places in the world has completely and permanently changed. Um, Uranus, of course, representing the change and Pluto representing the power, right? And so um, it's been significant energetically, politically, historically. It's been challenging, and it's influenced us generationally, okay? The children born during this time of these Uranus-Pluto squares and then just us living through it, um, like the people in the 1930s lived through the last set of Uranus-Pluto squares when um, there was significant um, upheaval as well and rapid evolutionary change being denoted. Once again, Uranus rules lightning, rapid evolutionary change. The next thing that Uranus is going to do now that it's done squaring off with Pluto for now uh, is trine Uranus, okay? That's going to, its onset is going to be here at the end of the year, December 2016, and it's going to go through and influence us all through the end of 2017 in November, okay? And so right now, um, Saturn and Uranus are not trining, but they are forming a 135-degree angle. A trine is 120. Um, They're at 135 right now, and that is, okay, called a sesquisquare, okay? Y'all got that? (laughs) And so that energy definitely represents... um, a period of hard work that Saturn represents in preparation for the change ahead that Uranus represents, okay? So consider this time prior to the onset in December of this year, at the end of the year, consider this time period, preparation period, okay? And and in this uh, preparation period, hard heart and smart work being vital to be done. If you are my mama's baby, you already know what area that you're supposed to be working hard in. I don't care if it's relationship relationships right now and negotiating a business. I don't care if it's with your um, you know, relatives and siblings right now. They're in your local neighborhood. Everybody's got an area that they naturally are going to be benefiting from if they put in the hard heart and smart work, okay? Um, when we do get to Saturn trine Uranus there at the end of this year, that that's going to signal the transition. All of the, that we've been preparing for, Saturn trine Uranus represents the transition phase. It is going to be the ideal time to make any positive changes you want to make. Uh, why? Because things should run a lot smoother then. If you got some Uranus, think about Saturn trying Uranus now and what this energetically means. You got Uranus, which is the upheaval, 
It's a change. It's a sudden and unexpected event. And then you have this harmonious 120-degree trying to Saturn that endeavors to stabilize it all. I just got through saying Saturn with structure and stability and the responsibility and the discipline that you can count on. It may just be a quarter of a mile, but it's a quarter of a mile every day without fail. You're going to get somewhere, give it enough enough days. If you can guarantee a quarter of a mile every day, minimum. And so that it's, it's, it's those two energies being just easily and effortlessly in relationship with one another, okay? And so you can remain calm. Come on. You can remain patient, just like that goat. And you can plan every step methodically, okay? This is what we're coming up to. Before we get there, it's going to be hard work in preparation for that change. Nobody said change wasn't hard work. Nobody said breakthroughs weren't hard work. Nobody said that uh, genius wasn't hard work. And so right uh, uh, also there um, for about that year, a little less than a year that Saturn's trying to Uranus energy is going to be perceptibly felt. Um, it'll also be a good time for experimentation, okay? Uranus rules everything weird and strange. It's going to be a good time for creative self-expression. Um, it's going to be a great time to find a breakthrough new way of doing something old or not necessarily old Saturn rules tradition. So it's, 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 it's the trine. So it's where the tradition can easily and effortlessly flow with the breakthrough and the new and the, you know, the future the future and tradition getting along, elders and teenagers, so to speak, getting along. Okay, think of it that way. Um, Also, Saturn rules, of course, goals and our ambitions, mid-heaven. A lot of people say career. So consider that you could um, be seen as taking the lead in, in these areas Due to due to that initiatory energy of Uranus um, that you'll have access will have access to as well. So initiating needed changes may be the thing that gets you the respect and the recognition and the success and the um, you know goals reached um, that you want um, from from those in authority. Okay. And so it could denote a time of being given more responsibility, but since it's an easy, effortless flow uh, to Uranus, you just as easily can be allowed enough freedom within the context of that responsibility. You know, Saturn ain't so bad with the trying to Uranus, (laughs) you know, leaving a, a pathway for freedom inherent in it. So things that are that can be considered also you can look at this energy as things that are complex being able to be broken down into um an order okay um to to bring about more effectiveness um in your own life and even in instructing others okay uh Capricorn can be the teacher Saturn the teacher 
um, also. So uh, it, it denotes a good period there for a little less than a year for learning or teaching anything technical, anything Uranus, Saturn, easily and effortlessly teaching Uranus things, Uranus rules um, um, technology. Uranus rules electricity. You may want to take up a trade. Uranus rules astrology. Um, that would be more easily perceived and understood by you while Saturn is trining Uranus. So you may want to work hand in hand um, with a uh, with an astrologer like my mama's babies and have someone, you know, especially when you're studying you, your natal chart, that's key, knowing yourself, okay? Um, and Uranus is also, like I said earlier um, in the show, humanity, okay, groups that we're connecting with and networking with. So any kind of group activity in that Saturn trying Uranus period as well is going to be highly beneficial and favorable. And so um, Uranus rules people, just all kinds coming together, humanity, right? So it could be a time where humanity, people from all different backgrounds are easily and effortlessly brought together if they have common goals, Saturn representing those goals. Got to have the common long-term, lasting, enduring goals to bring people from different backgrounds together. That's a hint and a key for all those, you know, strategizing and, you know, in these group think um, sessions about what to do next know that, um, that common long-term goals are likely to be successful. We are talking about Saturn here. Um, if, if, if you can bring people together and keep them interested in something lasting, okay? Not, not a time for scheming and all that stuff. It's got to last. And so... Let me tell y'all, let me help. I, I gave y'all the general. Now let me break it down for your particular energy, how you can expect to see this manifest, okay? And so for Aries, where Uranus is retrograding in, um, you can definitely find yourself pulling back because you've been experiencing Uranus is in your sign. The planet of change is in your sign. So this actually, with Uranus in retrograde motion, could denote for you a time of actually pulling back from a lot of making changes in your life, okay? I'm kind of wanting to get a break from all that energy for a while you can. Um, but also perhaps you could still feel stuck in certain areas where you want to have breakthrough and change. Um, and, and then you may even find that things are continuing to change when you don't want them to change. So all in all, Aries, you definitely just want to flex. That's the key word. Remain flexible and definitely don't allow yourself to feed into impulsive behavior. You want to continue with your Mars rule self. I love all my Aries. Continue to think twice, okay, before you do something or say something. Cancer, my cardinal sign. If something is happening to Aries, all my cardinal signs gotta pay attention. Okay, so Cancer, um, you, your tenth house is being affected. Okay, mid heaven, Capricorn, top of the chart, 
goals, ambitions, and you may not feel like you can make the changes inside of the context of those goals and the life direction where you're headed that you want to. Um, Or you may not really just be trying to deal with or haven't been dealing with very well all the changes that already have been going on since Uranus has been in Aries for you. So you definitely um, also want to curb your impulsiveness, Cancer. Um, That's probably energetically going to tend to not give you the results that you want um, as it relates to pursuing your goals specifically. Um, But uh, be willing to adjust. That's where the key is going to lie for all my cardinal signs for sure. Be willing to adjust to whatever changes um, are coming about or have come about, and you'll fare a lot better, Cancer, okay? Libra, you um, are dealing with seventh house energy, of course, directly opposite from Aries, so we're talking about the other here. And a lot of your relationships, your one-to-one relationships, uh, it could be an area where you're either going to find yourself over the time period of the year in its retrograde craving stability um, if there's been too many changes going on in, in your relationship or you'll want to jump into change if you feel like you haven't been able to make the changes that you want to make. So it's going to pretty much trigger us all one way or the other in these different areas. Libra, for you, it's the area that you govern relationships. Um, so this be your Libra self, Libra, and consider other people diplomatic, tactful, comprom- you know, harmonizing, compromising, and work on just slowing. Once again, when I was talking about the Uranus energy earlier, I was just kind of setting it up, being, remaining flexible, and being willing to slow down some of that nervous, electrical, lightning fast energy. Um, Okay, um, Capricorn, last cardinal sign. Uh, we're talking about home and family, Capricorn. So um, you can avoid changing on the home front and with your family if you feel like there's been already enough changes on that front for you, or you could jump head first into some changes. If you, like I say, some people have been waiting on a breakthrough, waiting on some Uranus energy to come through. And Capricorn, if you've been waiting on that within the context of home and family and property and real estate, uh, then this could be that time for you. Stay flexible. Um, and avoid being impulsive is going to help you as well, all my cardinal signs. Leo, uh, ninth house, okay, you um, you may feel like you've been expanding <laughs> and a lot on, on that kind of front changes as it relates to expansion and growth and advancing and maybe moving and traveling. Uh, or you may feel like you haven't had those experiences and want to jump into them. Um, think about the ways that you can expand your life, and uh, definitely you want to explore the way you want to, but make plans and do your homework first, okay, before acting. Uh, Jupiter energy of that ninth house just wants to go, grow, advance, expand, travel, and so while Uranus is retrograde, it's a good time to kind of reconsider changes you're making in the area of even higher learning. If you've been, if you're a Leo that's been thinking about going to school, you may want to 
take some other things into consideration during this time. It'll benefit you to do so. You may still go full steam ahead with it, but you may pick up on some things uh, while you're reconsidering it that enhance your experience. Sagittarius, um, fifth house for you. Okay, we're talking about Uranus changes, sudden and unexpected potentially, and that energy being activated around the time of station. Did I tell you all when? Uh, That is in our week ahead on Friday the 29th, um, 1244 p.m. Central is when it stations, all right? So look for this energy um, ahead of time to give you a hint of your Uranus retrograde personal lesson, personal experience. This Uranus retrograde has a story to tell for all of us personally. I'm just giving you a general area to look for this to manifest in, but the specifics, you know, please call in. (laughs) One click email access to me in the episode description below. I would love to hear about it. And of course, I keep up with my mama's babies on a weekly basis, so I already know some things going on with them. Uh, Taurus. Taurus, um, Uranus is retrograding in the sign before yours, and you may want to make some changes with some things from the past, okay, Taurus, or let go of something that you can't or may that you can't make changes with, okay? You may just want to let it go towards um, it, this year, and this retrograde is happening in the, in the last 12th house for you, so it's the house of endings. And so some, you may see some changes on the, on those fronts. Um, you could also experience some issues from the past unexpectedly that you'd rather avoid. So definitely, Taurus, focus on subconscious issues and motivations that may, may be causing problems and work on making slow changes. Slow down, everybody, while you're in this retrograde. Virgo, um, you can feel like you've gone through some really massive changes in your life and you'd like things to slow down, or you can feel like some of the changes haven't gone through fast enough and you'd like them to speed up. So um, either way it goes, Virgo, if you can go with the flow and let things happen in their own way and time, you don't have to keep up with it. I just got through talking about the Virgo frequency and how it can easily get stressed out. Don't let yourself do that. You got it almost a year to go with this energy, Virgo. So I really want y'all to keep this in mind. Go with the flow, Virgo. Got it? Gemini. Uh, you can feel uh, during this year in this retrograde period like you can't make the changes you want to make to pursue your dreams, Gemini, or that too many changes have happened and you want to slow it down so you can take a breath and get control, okay? So try to think about ways you can make smaller changes, Gemini, to help you make progress with your dreams for your future. 11th house, dreams and future on the line, Gemini, I know you like variety. I know you like your hand in multiple pots. I know you like to do 35 things at once. Slow down. Take a breath, Gemini. Get control, Gemini. Make smaller changes instead of attempting sweeping overhauls, Gemini, okay? Aquarius. 
you can come up with a lot of ideas for change, okay, that you can pursue, or you can have too much change that makes you scattered. You and Gemini are kind of flipped. You're dealing with this through your Gemini house of being busy and busybody and scattered. So um, you definitely can work on being more flexible, Aquarius, uh, but don't jump into change impulsively. That's not going to serve you, Aquarius. Enjoy the, 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 the plethora of ideas, though, <laughs> and just, you know, slow down. Change is afoot, fooling with your and it's for everybody, okay? You don't have to worry about change. Just make sure you're on, you know, the side you want to be on of it, okay? Scorpio, you could feel bored while Uranus is retrograde and want to jump into changes when it comes to your work and daily life and your health and your routine, okay, Scorpio? Um, or you could feel like you want to slow the changes down that have already been made. Once again, slow and steady wins the race, Scorpio, okay? Patience is going to be your virtue of a little uh, under a year, okay? December 2016 to November 2017. And lastly, Pisces, never least, um, you may want to make some changes with your finances, okay, uh, that you haven't been able to make or felt like you haven't been able to make or you want to, uh, you can experience changes that you don't want to deal with as it relates to your finances and personal possessions and 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 uh, just you things that you value, and and you can feel unstable in certain ways. Okay, but just try to go with the flow, my dear Pisces. Uh, plan for expect the unexpected. Okay, uh, but don't rush into any changes right now. Slow and steady for us all. For you though. It's in those areas of personal finances and personal possessions, okay? Um, I definitely want to um, make sure that y'all know when the void moons are in the week ahead. Please do not be having interviews in the void moon. Don't be going on first dates in the void moon. Um, don't present any anything new if you're going for a loan or giving a presentation. No. Nothing's going to come of it energetically, okay, at least astrologically. And, you know, the more you know. Okay, uh, we start the week off with the moon in Pisces. This is in Pisces just for a couple of hours at 2.06 a.m. Central there on Sunday. The moon goes void just for five hours. So by the time you get good and going, uh, 7.33 a.m. Central, the moon does go into Aries. Sunday, we're going to want to do something. That is for sure. We're starting off a whole new entire lunar cycle through the um, through the constellation, starting with Aries. We're going to want to do something. We're going to want to set it off. We're going to want to, we're going to be ready to fight. Look, <laughs> we're going to be ready for action. Um so that's what's going on to, to set off the week. Uh, the moon just is chilling in Aries, no aspects going on. Uh, the moon goes void again Tuesday, early rising, 1.19 a.m. Um, with a conjunction to Uranus, more Uranus energy. And then it finally enters Taurus there uh, later uh, in the rising on 
Tuesday. Yeah, 10.37 a.m. Central, the moon goes into Taurus. While the moon's in Taurus, y'all, like I said, when that energy goes from Aries to Taurus, it slows down. Aries, we're ready. We're ready for the world. We're ready for action. Taurus, we're ready for peace. Okay, we're ready for comfort. We're ready for serenity. We're ready for security. We're our most sensual. We slow down. We want. We're emotionally satisfied to slow down. We're our our natural impulse is to relax, to stop and smell the roses, to sink into the you know earth and just languish in whatever sensual pleasure. Um, our five senses can, our physical five senses can perceive. And then we got there on Tuesday evening, 6 p.m., the third quarter moon. Okay, we just had this Capricorn full moon. Um, how powerfully and beautifully intense for, for those who've sown seeds that they wanted to really see that good harvest on. Um, and we turn yet another corner here in the week ahead on Tuesday evening. So it's in Taurus, and so uh, these uh, some of those key words and things I just mentioned about Taurus could be um, the area that we see it play out, and the sun will be in Leo by that time, and the moon there in Taurus. Um, so, you know, earth and, earth and fire squaring off. Um, uh, uh, fixed and uh, two they're fixed signs. So this energy emotionally, this corner that we turn emotionally and energetically, um, could we could see some stubbornness play out. Um, we could also see some of our very own determination play out. Okay. Um, this Capricorn full moon wasn't any joke, and they're at the court last quarter moon before we have um, a new moon. It would be a new moon in Virgo next. Uh, you know, this is the energy of this kind of final pass, this last quarter moon, this last corner we turn before we get a brand new new moon, okay? Um, and then with the uh, Mercury trying to Uranus there in the week ahead on Wednesday, 2.45 a.m. Central, uh, we'll, yeah, early, early in the rising. This is an alignment, y'all, that I was mentioning it earlier in the show, Mercury and Uranus being its higher octave and then being in a completely free-flowing, harmonious trying to each other here in the week ahead. This is not a common alignment. Um, it happens twice in 2016 here at, uh, in the week ahead, July 27th, and then November 26th. It happens three times next year. It only happened twice last year. But this is a really cool energy where our mind is being opened up to new possibilities. It's that same Uranus energy. I've been talking about this whole time, but it's this easy flow to our rational mind to our logical mind and so we're able to think of uh, our minds are opening up to new possibilities uh, we could get some exciting news come our way we could have chance encounters with you know weirdos <laughs> um, 
it's a very stimulating and electrifying um, effect that it should have on our communications and our thinking, and so it's easier for us to keep an open mind. That that comes naturally under this energy, okay, and it, and therefore increasing our chance of making these new discoveries and meeting these potential new friends, okay. Um, Venus Williams was born under this influence. Uh, Leo, y'all are dealing with the Uranus trine, okay? So um, I'm for my fire and my earth signs, Leo, you got the Uranus trine going on. So change for you, it's not as rocky as for some other people because it's that easy, effortless flow from Uranus to your energy, Leo, and especially my Leo is born between August 13th and the 22nd, okay? Um, when you're faced with stressful conditions like change, um, it, a transit like this becomes very important. Um, uh, you're able to adapt quicker when you're dealing with the Uranus trine like you are, Leo, okay? So that should help you if you're dealing with any potential conflict or crisis significantly. My Libras, um, y'all have the Uranus opposition, and so this could present challenges as you feel um, the consequences of rapid or unexpected changes in your life, okay? And this influence is going to be going on for you through March 2019. And so uh, the unpredictable nature of these changes means that you're likely to be feeling on edge a lot of the time, Libra especially my, my Libra is born in that third deacon between October 13th and 22nd. Um, and you have to react quickly to changing circumstances too, Libra, but y'all are air sign. Y'all can do it. Y'all can think on your feet, quick on your feet. Um, and so learning to adapt to change will be a key theme for you for sure. You are dealing with the Mercury sextile, thankfully. That's all the way from July 24th to the 31st. That's bringing your positive news, Libra. That's bringing your positive thinking. It's, in, it's increasing your creative thought and mental activity. It's energizing your communications and your interactions with other people. So it's, it's likely a very busy time for you, um, Libra, but these interactions are beneficial, okay? The sextile is an opportunity. Um, uh, it's beneficial so you can project yourself strongly and clearly without upsetting anyone. Libra, write down your thoughts in a journal or on the Internet even and renew old friendships. Okay, and, and it's even a very ideal time to apply for a job, Libra, okay? That Mercury sextile can help you. Sag, another fire sign, okay? Y'all got the Uranus trine just like Leo does um, since Uranus is in Aries, y'all sister sign. And so, once again, sleeping changes going on in your life, radical changes going on, you you flowing with it, Okay? you flowing with the excitement, and so you're able to express yourself more because the changes don't have you, uh, Aries, or Leo shook. So y'all are feeling more free, less inhibited, all the, these higher octaves of Uranus, freedom, less restricted, and can be more comfortable in a period of ch uh, radical change and even proud of being considered weird. It's a good time to be weird when you're dealing with the Uranus trine. So flow with that, Sag. 
You're also dealing with the Mercury trine, Sagittarius, <clears throat> especially those Deacon threes born December 12th to 21st. Um, it's an awesome time. Okay, y'all thought uh, y'all thought uh, Libra had it going on with the Mercury sextile. Sag, y'all got the Mercury trine. It's an ideal time to negotiate a better deal in any area of life. I don't care if it's your relationships or it, it, for a car. It's an awesome time for you to negotiate in life, period, in business, at work. Um, you will make a good impression on others right now, Sag. So it is the perfect time to ask for a favor, apply for a job or a promotion. You can even play an important role as a mediator. If there's been any difficulties between friends and family lately uh, with the Mercury trine, you're an excellent communicator. Right now you're, you, you can be an excellent listener. It's an excellent time as well, Sagittarius, for studies and sitting exams, okay? Uh, Aquarius, I don't have horoscopes for every sign. Every sign is not being um, significantly impacted like the ones I'm mentioning, but I do have something for you, Aquarius. You're dealing with the Uranus sextile all the way through March of 2019 since April of this year. And it's allowing you to make, it's not the Uranus trine like the fire signs, um, Leo and Sag, but it's a sextile. And it's an opportunity to make very important changes in your life without the usual disruption that big change can often bring. Once again, you have an opportunity to flow with this radical change whatever it may be in your own personal life. Uh, this transit definitely becomes important when stressful conditions are encountered, okay? Um, higher self-awareness and an ability to adapt quickly comes in useful. You can do it. You have an opportunity to access it. And it will come in handy when you're dealing with crisis or conflict, okay, Aquarius? Uh, so tap in, tap in to your individuality, tap into the frequency of change. And the thing with change, I, I love how Brother Ampu used to mention this, get ahead of the change, initiate the change, and then you don't have to be your have your head swirling in circles and you can be on that Uranus trying stuff where the changes are working in your favor that come about where you are, um, uh, initiating changes and flowing with them, okay? Aries, especially those born Deacon 3, April 10th to 19th, y'all, okay, of course, having Uranus in your sign is giving you a strong urge to express yourself in these new breakthrough original weird. <laughs> I just keep using the word weird because everybody has associated that term for so long with something bad or some. It may be weird. It may be strange. It may be unconventional. It may be original. It may be unique. It may set you apart as an individual, apart from the group but it doesn't make it bad. And astrology definitely gives a context for this energy that has major benefit. Uranus in your deacon um, Aries, especially those born April 10th to 19th, means that uh, you are definitely more in tune. You are more aware of your true, original, unique, weird <laughs> nature, uh, which may be rather different to the old you. 
the inner changes that you go through in this self-discovery transit can manifest outwardly as big changes in your life from work to home and relationships. So it's right there in your assigned areas. I'm sure that from April of this year to March 2019, change is going to be probably your middle name. (laughs) because it's in your sign and it's affecting you significantly. Now, Aries, you are dealing with the Mercury trine from July 24th to 31st. So once again, just like with Sag, look, anything's up for negotiation right now. If you got to be in the the midst of all this, you're in this change because it's in your sign, at least allow uh, this time of Mercury trine for about a week, for pretty much the whole week ahead for you, Aries. Um, negotiate that. Get a, Make sure you're getting a better deal in any area of your life where you have had to deal with change and, and negotiate to where so this, these changes can really start working in your favor. Um, you're going to be making a good impression on others right now, Aries, in the week ahead. So it's a perfect time if you need to ask for a favor, apply for a job or a promotion, okay? And it's... it's um, It's a perfect time if you need to mediate any difficult situations, okay? And it's an excellent time if you need to study or take an exam. You got this Aries. And Gemini, last but not least, y'all got the Uranus sextile and the Mercury sextile. So, you know, except for a divine opportunity, um, Gemini, you to miss this transit altogether, but with the Uranus sextile, you do have an opportunity to gain more freedom, okay? Um, uh, Travel definitely is going to be a good way for you to experience and initiate some of these changes and the energy that the Uranus sextile provides. It could be very liberating to you. You could be pleasantly surprised. Um, by how your ego gets a lift from a new and unique personality, you're tuning in as well, Gemini. You're tuning in to who you really are uniquely and individually. You're expressing yourself more fully, and you're meeting new and unusual people, okay? That's the theme of this transit, this little, um, of this um, transit of Mercury trine and Uranus for you. Uh, the Mercury sextile is another divine opportunity, okay, um, Gemini, to energize your communications and interactions. likely to be busy, but these are going to be very important and pivotal in, uh, interactions, okay? Take advantage of that increase of your creative thought and energizing mental activity and know that some very positive news could be coming your way, Gemini, and definitely access to positive thinking, positive thoughts. That's another way to get um, in on the high aspects of this Uranus energy, okay? Keep your thoughts high and positive, Gemini. We know you got a lot going on in that mind of yours. And so I definitely just, in the last few minutes we have, want to touch on the Mercury square to Mars. Um, 
it's one of the two aspects I told y'all about going on, major aspects going on in the week ahead. Uh, we have Mars, Quincunx, and Uranus at the full moon in Capricorn, and both of those energies are being impacted by Mercury in the week ahead. I already told y'all about the Mercury trying to Uranus, and I'm just mentioning this square to Mars on the way out because we don't play with Mars around here, okay? We get in, we we see what they Mars is doing in advance because <laughs> Mars is always early. Now, I will say this Mars uh, Mercury square to Mars um, is happening only twice this year. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. It's happening three times this year, okay? Here, July 29th, we got it uh, September 12th and October 13th. But let me tell you, um, it's not happening at all in 2017. So this may be an energy you want to pay attention to and make sure you are activating this aspect on its highest levels because it's not going to happen again after October 13th of this year until February 28th of 2018, okay? Now, Mercury squares Mars can rush our thinking. Y'all know Mars wants to jump out, be first. It's the first, it rules Aries, the first sign, you know, take the lead. And then Mercury's our thinking, and when they square off, we can have some rushed thinking that makes us short-tempered and aggressive, okay? All throughout this whole reading for the week ahead, I'm getting slow down. Change is here, baby. You you don't have to... If if anything has yet needs to be initiated... It, it's things like here at the third quarter moon that will reveal, you know, corners. There's always adjustments we can make. That's why we have to remain flexible. There's always adjustments and improvements that we can make here along our journey through these cycles, through these moon cycles and moon phases. So all I'm saying is if you're on the right tr- even if you are on the right track, what does it hurt to, to slow down long enough to think a second time? Let me just make sure this is what I want to communicate. Since Mercury, the planet of communication, is squaring off against very impulsive and fiery and impetuous and, and, and impatient Mars that's going direct now and, and full steam ahead, about to come out of Scorpio. When it goes goes back into Sag, yeah, it's going to be a lighter energy, a higher energy, a more humorous energy. It's still in Scorpio right now. It's still in Scorpio at the time of this alignment here in the week ahead. So it could still be really deep. It could still get really psychological and, and taboo. So that continues to be my wisdom for you guys in the week ahead. Um you may, under this Mercury square Mars energy, you may feel uh, like jumping to a conclusion or rushing to a decision. Um, and and you, you can mess around and say the wrong thing. You can mess around and, 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 and that be the catalyst for a disagreement or an argument or a fight or all-out war when we're talking about Mars. That's the potential of this energy. We can't play. Mercury rules that mind. Pay attention to what you're thinking about people. 
You can't keep that just because you don't speak on it all the time doesn't mean energetically you're not emitting that frequency if you're thinking how you want to slam somebody's head in between some shelves. Think twice, slow down, and know that personal relationships could really suffer if you don't. You can really create some good old-fashioned problems in your life if you don't. So keep in mind that one of the keys for us all next week is going to be to listen carefully, the thinking twice, knowing in advance that you could be a little irritable, a little touchy, and know that other people can pick up on that. And they're going to reflect that for you. You'll get more of the same. You, you, Mercury does rule a certain level of commerce and business and communications and negotiations. And with this very volatile energy, you may want to put off any such activities. I definitely wouldn't do it before um, this energy is exact here on Friday, 3.49 p.m. Central. You may just have to push it out a week, my babies, if it's if it's an important decision you need to make or 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 significant negotiations you're entering into with another party, especially if it's legal, any documents, any contracts that Mercury rules. If you have to, have to, have to attend to important business or legal matters, then definitely get you a pro- professional set of eyes to look at it before you sign it. Um, a, a professional mediator to, to make sure everything's fair and balanced. Um, and it may not be the best time for studying. Thankfully, most um, people are out of school right now, but you may find that your concentration, those mental faculties, uh, Mars is an agitator. And so it can agitate that that rational mind, that logical mind that you are used to not having issues with, okay? Um, It's definitely a high energy, high mental energy, so you don't want to smother the energy as if you successfully could anyway, but you definitely want to be constructive. Mars wants to do something. Do it safely. Do it slowly and carefully Um, because the the caveat here with the watchword here is that impulsiveness, that impetus, that impatience the heated mental state, that fiery mind that needs to get cooled off, drink you some water, drink you plenty of water, make sure you're hydrated, uh, make sure you're physically cool. If you physically need to cool yourself, especially your head, cold towel on your head, anything, but don't get caught on the low end of this um, energy, okay? Definitely probably not uh, energy you want to race cars in or have a debate with somebody about politics or religion. Probably not this coming up week, um, but uh, more controlled or conservative activities you definitely have the you should definitely have the energy for. Okay, make it constructive and you should be fine. Um, because this this energy can be become real destructive real quick in advance in a hurry and impatiently so so make sure you're using it to the advantage of yourself and all involved okay 
Um, any hobbies, creative projects where you use your hand, hands and fingers would be good. Just be careful around sharp objects with those same hands and fingers. Um, physical exercise and sports would be good. Um, just not a lot of competition. That Mars energy would be ready to ready for war. Um, but any physical exercise and sports can help burn up a lot of that margin, fiery, passionate energy that just wants to do something. That slows us into the, um, the 30th, the very last day of the week, Saturday. Early that rising, 6.46 a.m. Central, the moon does sextile Uranus, and we go. the moon goes void for nine hours, okay? Um, in between then and the time that it actually enters cancer, the moon, let me, I was thinking about this before the show got started too, you guys. The moon is moving really fast next week. It goes through four signs. We start off the week in Aries, setting off a new lunar um, uh, cycle, Um and we go all the way through cancer, four signs in one week. So the moon is moving fast. Our emotions are going to be moving fast, y'all. Our instincts are going to be moving fast. Everything's on fast. Uranus, lightning fast. Mars, it's so fast, it's early and ahead of time fast. And then um, and then the, the moon moving fast through these signs. That's why I continue to parrot, <laughs> parrot-like repeat myself when I say slow down, breathe, gain control of your faculties twice. Don't be afraid to call in reinforcements, a pair of professional eyes. Don't be so quick to sign that deal. Your impulsiveness will not serve you in the week ahead. The energy's already moving fast enough. You don't have to. It'll be all you can do to keep up with the fast-paced energy. You've probably spoken with someone even recently and commented on how fast time seems to be moving. We are already ending the seventh month of 2016, starting the eighth month, according to the Gregorian calendar. And so keep that in mind. We'll get a dose of it while the moon is in Taurus in the week ahead. That's a, a good slow down energy. Gemini's not so much. It rules the elementary school children. Y'all know how they move busy bodies move around. But then we end, we round the week out there on Saturday, 4.09 p.m. Central, with the moon going into Cancer. Okay, so here for a second time in the week ahead, we get a reinforcement of some energy that favors us slowing down. When you're talking about Cancer, it's an emotional satisfaction more with peace and quiet and being comfortable and feeling at home, okay, feeling nurtured. Healing um, healing vibrations are found there in cancer, especially as it pertains to our emotions and 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 it's deep you know the feelings run the emotions they run deep there in cancer okay and 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 it's a slow energy to where you can get in touch 
with who you are at a core level, your inner foundations of who you are. And so we'll be very satisfied there at the end of the week on Saturday, uh, late um, afternoon, early evening, to to be at home, to do an, any activities that favor home, any domestic activities, that any activities that involve our personal needs. Uh, the fourth house there there where cancer rules is the most private part of the chart so any any personal needs can it will emotionally satisfy us to take care of those things um it will emotionally satisfy to be at someone else's home any get togethers um decorating around the home just being a homebody retreating to whatever place that makes you feel comfortable it doesn't have to be a home it doesn't have to be your home um uh in uh, the gar- gardening is there kind of in cancer um and you could feel homesick if you're not really in your comfort zone there at the end of the week so uh heightened emotions once again uh very emotional territory uh but comfort as well, wanting to retreat, wanting to kind of rest and replenish and be enriched that we feel at home with, the close ties that we have with our family, okay? Um, so it's a, it's a really good weekend. If there was like a family reunion this weekend, it'd be, probably be really good. Um, and that's about it. I can't believe we made it all the way through a week ahead of time. The Uranus retrograde, let me let you guys in on the fact that it does station there on the 29th here in the week ahead. It does not go direct until the end of the year, almost the last day, December 29th of this year at 2.13 a.m., and it once again does not leave that zone until April 14th of 2017, 9.15 p.m. That's actually Eastern time, um, 8.15 Central, and so 1.13 a.m. for that you're in a stationing direct um, Central. We did it, y'all. Let me check on the phone lines. Anybody got their hands up? I see y'all. I appreciate y'all listening, hanging in there. Um, Pretty much the whole show, I love, love, love coming back week after week for you guys. I don't have a special going on this month, but if you check in the episode information below, it you can definitely subscribe. Um, my Mamba's Babies have gotten on the air to tell y'all you, it's a great service and it's you're getting way more in value than you're paying for. By far, check with other astrologers and you can see that I'm telling the truth. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, it's not 300 an hour yet to talk to me like some of the other ones, but um, also the Astro Love Gifts, I really appreciate you guys' love and support consistently. We're a year strong, and, and the love is just felt and thick. Thank you. Um, I, I've, I'm still fulfilling requests from the June Inner Wisdom Special for the birth chart reports. Everybody wants to know themselves astrologically, and it is my divine pleasure to put these very comprehensive, some 50, some 60 pages long reports that that are all about you, personalized, detailing and outlining your planets, your points, your positions, your aspects, your chart ruler, your house rulers. So it's it's thorough. Um, I, I stand behind it. You can print it out and show it to any astrologer. They will back me. And so it's my pleasure. I just like to break it down into like really easily uh, digestible chunks that you can 
some people I've done charts for, uh, reports for, and I, I see them at their house on their coffee table, like reading material, and, and the pages look bent and worn, like they're constantly reading about themselves. Um, so that's, that is the point. That is the point. Um, because when you have knowledge of self, you can really tackle anything that challenges, opposes, or comes against you, uh, comes up against you from a place of power instead of a place of pitifulness and fear and powerlessness. And so continue, continue, you guys, on your on your Aquarius, astrology, Uranus journey, they, those are all governed and in line on the same frequency. Continue your journey. You will be glad you're a weirdo when it is all said and done. Do not forget, we are in the age of Aquarius, and I love you all with all my heart. Stay connected to Inner Peace Lighthouse, and see you guys next week. Peace. I say.